The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we have been talking this last hour, it's blown by, about how do you begin to make the change? Um, you're thinking about downsizing, maybe thinking about, um, you know, what happens in the future. Maybe I just don't, you're just in a big house. Um, I know one of our advertisements running on the station right now, it's, uh, a lady says, it's too much to deal with to stay and too much to deal with to move. That is a real statement. It's uh, something that can be overwhelming. And we're talking about the process of how does that happen. And Daphne, I'm so glad you're here because you help families every single day go through this process. And it's probably a huge issue. It, it is a huge yes. issue. And and so far this hour, we've been talking about people who are fairly healthy, mm-hmm. people who um, can make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, cognitively are intact, people that are moving from their home. And there's a whole entity of people that, like I said at the very beginning, it would do my heart well if I talked to people at this stage of life more than the crisis stage yes. of life. And most people that I help are in crisis um, or, or on the brink of crisis. Right. And so a couple of things that I want to talk about is how do you prepare yourself as children and as the person moving during the actual physical changes because there's a lot of emotional changes that change in your hearts there's a lot of physical responsibilities that are no longer more are no longer yours to have to worry about and how do i shift from having somebody else be a part of my mom and dad's life to be you know to be my eyes and ears now and how do i build that trust and how do i have my mom and dad build the trust with their caregivers whether they're they're totally healthy or 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 need a lot of help mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter there's still a trust piece that happens you as a family member have been their go-to more than likely you are their rock you are their security blanket mm-hmm. you are the people that they can turn to Sometimes there's ex- exceptions to that, and parents are still fiercely independent, and they don't let you in on things, and that's where their change is going to be to include you. So as you're making that transition, when we're working with our families, we help identify things unique to their story that may come up so there's not surprises. The first 30 days of someone moving are the hardest. Mm-hmm. The first 30 days are the ones that say, wait a minute, what did I, what did I decide to do? This isn't what I expected. This isn't what I anticipated. They don't make a decision, and then is it common that they, then once they make a decision, they're going to make a move, and then they chicken out, or they pull back? Very much so. Yes, very much so. I'm working a lot, and I think this is just the times with relationship to COVID. I'm working a lot with couples right now in their own home, Mm -hmm. and this is a very real phenomenon. Everything makes sense when I'm talking with them in their home or on the phone or on Zoom because we, we meet any any way. Um, and then, oh, we, we've made a decision to actually, you know, let me do some research. Let me find what meets your highest values in our conversation that we discovered. And let's go and look at some places together. And usually about three or four days before our appointment, I regularly get a call of cancellation. And and that is very, very, very normal. We expect it. We know that this is likely to happen because this is a big move. Mm-hmm. Even when I meet with all the children, 
and the elders themselves, and we've had a wonderful, you know, hour and a half conversation in the home. Mm-hmm. It will change. Mm-hmm. We expect this because there's more unknown. And, and so what I do is gracefully say, you know what, I understand. Suzanne, that's just fine. We will get connected later when it feels a little better. And I do ask permission. Can I call you in 30 or 60 days? Can I give you a call just to check in and see how things are going? And almost always I get a yes. Almost always. And so then I follow up with them, and they've had time to think of more questions. And so part of this is for me to be answering questions. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would imagine that a lot of that fear is fear of the unknown. Yes. And it's that fear of I haven't asked enough questions. I don't know enough information. I feel like, and, you know, all of these things are being thrust at me. And it may be, I know for the adult child, you're going like, well, mom, dad, we've had all the questions answered, but we have to understand, especially with a senior that may feel like they, you know, they may have a little bit of dementia. They may not be a hundred percent. Like you said, it's towards a crisis. They're going to hang on to whatever they feel like is most familiar. And that is their surroundings, right? It's even though it's not safe, it's still what they know. Is that Absolutely. Um, I just met with a family that's out on Consent County and it was, you know, the phone call was triggered by a daughter. Mom um, had been to the hospital twice in one week mm-hmm. thinking that she was having a stroke or a TIA or something. Mm-hmm. It, it turned out to be a panic attack. Husband is in the most difficult part of a journey through dementia where he recognizes that he's not quite on par and so he's angry. And he doesn't understand why things are so upside down or people are losing patience or reiterating information to him that he's going to save face. And his particular style is to push back with defensive posturing. So we have a nice conversation. Everybody's on the Zoom call. Wife is going to take these three steps. We have three steps to do. She says, yes, I can do this. Kids are going to support her. And we follow up with her and she changed her mind. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, I'm not going to do any of that. And the, the children are really, really frustrated mm-hmm. because they, they can see from the outside sure. how hard this is on their mom's health and their dad's health. I mean, both are struggling. But at the same time, they don't have an understanding of mom and dad are living together. Mom and dad are making each day work. And sometimes when there's those good days, Mom can get to the point of saying, you know, this week wasn't so bad. I can go another week. Rather than seeing, making a change, a simple change of getting medication, Mm -hmm. um, making a change of any kind is overwhelming. It doesn't save face for my husband. Mm -hmm. There's so many emotions that go into this. Have someone like us help you through that. I mean, we say in our in our training all the time at Pinnacle that, you know, we do have a social worker hat on sometimes, and sometimes we're just a good friend. Um, our role is to build trust. That's why when someone calls me and says, you know what, I'm not ready to go look at anything, I know that I've done my best in building trust and relationship and a rapport so that they can call me when they are ready. This is about building a relationship. It's a big move. For you to go as a children and say, you know what, and this happened just a couple weeks ago too, a woman says to me, I live in such and such neighborhood and just down the street is a community, maybe that would be good for my mom. The location is great. Well, it might be. 
I met the mom and the community would not be appropriate for her mother at all. But she didn't have enough information to know what do we even look for in a community? How, how do I know the personality of a community? How do I know what the values are of a community? And so the, the whole point that I'm wanting to get to is we take you through this journey on your timeline with your value system. Nothing is imposed on you. We're here to help. Yeah. We're here to help. If there was ever a time of it being really important for families to make good buying decisions, mm-hmm. and you are buying services, you're buying care, you're buying housing, you're buying food, you're buying a quality of life, you're buying activities, um, and it's different. Um, it's really important now to, to have your eyes wide open. You get to make whatever decision you want. I am never a decision maker, only an information post. Mm-hmm. If there is, and I hope that all makes sense to everyone, but if there is health issues, we also will help you in the logistics of having doctor's information shared, having prescriptions moved to a new um, pharmacy that does what we call a MAR, a medication assistance record. Um, We help you figure out how do we maximize the buying power of our mail order that we do now. Can I still get the same pricing from the pharmacy that the community uses? Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about what activities of daily living need support in your mom or dad's life. We talk about the cost of that, um, the benefits of it. Do we want to start with more care or less care at the beginning? What are the pros and cons of doing that? Um, my particular position is start with more care and back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better to set someone up for success. Mm-hmm. Give them the gift of being able to relax into their next chapter of life. Mm-hmm. Give them the, the the opportunity to use the energy that they're given every day on the things that matter to them rather than survival things. Well, and I think a key role of what you do is you help to give the families an understanding of what their what the needs are of their loved one as Mm -hmm. well as how they can best support that. I think one of the things that I lacked when I was caring for my mom is how do you best support your mom in her care plan? Because I had an idea of what I thought based on my own realizations, right? But I didn't know anything about things like palliative care or, Mm -hmm. you know, what is a care plan or what do I ask in a care conference or things like that? And you can help guide families in that direction as well. Is that not? Ab- absolutely. Again, we are not the decision makers, but I do ask permission all the time. You know, I'd say, Suzanne, can, <laughs> I, can I just fill in the blanks a little bit? Yeah. Usually yeah. what I get is we're an open book. Help us. We don't know what we're doing. New yeah. territory. And, yeah. and I love that. You know, sometimes I'll get a son or daughter that, you know, it's like, no, I've got this handled. And so we back up and let them figure things out. Um, Usually it's a few more bumps, though, I will say. Um, But we really want to make this for our elders Mm -hmm. as smooth a transition as possible. And for you, the people who are supporting your seniors, for you to have a sense of peace. Sometimes when you've been the person that goes and gives mom the bath every Saturday afternoon and you set her hair after that bath, and now someone else is going to be doing it, that may cause you anxiety like you didn't expect. Well, this has been 
this has been so valuable. And Daphne, I am so glad that we've talked about this because I think a lot of us are starting to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And so how do we reach you? You reach me at my phone number, which is 855-734-1500. Again, 855-734-1500. And then also at Pinnacle Senior Placements dot com which is our website and that's pinnacle senior placements dot com and guess what everyone daphne is also on the answers for elders podcast network and we are everywhere now online and so you can call your out-of-state relatives you can call people you know all across the country and even into the world and learn what we have we have a library of hundreds and hundreds of podcasts on senior care and Daphne's a big part of that so go to I mean we're on Apple we're on Google we're on Spotify we're on you name it so just if you go to answers for elders you can all you have to do is uh, type in Daphne Davis and you will find her there along with our amazing experts that we have on our show and so wishing all of you as things are opening up in the month of May, yay, <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And until then, everyone, be good to each other. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.